Today on the podcast, we're going to be talking with Meredith about working out in small spaces. We don't always have access to a big gym. So we're going to talk about that today. Are you ready to get into this, Meredith? I'm ready. All right. We'll see you guys on the inside. Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us on the Senior Fitness Podcast with Meredith. We've got a great topic today. We're going to be talking about how you can still exercise even if you don't have a lot of space around you. It is still possible to get a really good workout in with no matter what kind of space you're working with. Uh, we don't always have access to big gyms and whatnot, so we're going to be talking about that today. But before we jump into that, we just want to remind you to... Visit our website, www.seniorfitnesswithmeredith.com. We have all of our curated content there from our workout videos to these podcasts to a lot of our articles, everything in one place. And you can sign up for our newsletter to get our latest information uh, delivered to you weekly. And we also wanted to announce that we launched a new program this week where you can sign up to get a custom workout from Meredith in uh, and, and basically tailored to your needs, your level of fitness. And uh, you can go find, I'm sorry, you can visit our website to find out more about that. And uh, yeah, we just want to make sure that you guys have everything out there, all the information, all of our workouts, all of our podcasts, everything that you'd ever need to uh, to start your, your fitness journey. So uh, today we have a great topic. We're going to be talking with Meredith and... Um, Meredith, I'm going to jump over to you and talk about this mm -hmm. issue of workout space. Um, sometimes we get a little uh, conscious about, I don't have enough space to right. work out or I don't have <laughs> the right equipment. Um, what are your thoughts on that, initial thoughts? Well, my initial thoughts are, obviously, if you've watched any of our workouts, you don't need a lot of space. We just have a tendency, especially if we're coming from the idea of a gym or a class room, a big area um, that we've always worked out in that we think we need that in order to get a good workout where that obviously is just not true. Um, so traveling or in your little apartment, your room, your house, whatever it is that you're in, you have plenty of space as long as you can either just sit there or have maybe five square feet around you. That's all you need to even stand and do the movements that we do. So mm -hmm. a lot of space is just not necessary. <laughs> yeah. So a lot of the workouts that you uh, put out online, um, you really don't need to use a lot of space. You do a lot of seated, obviously. Right. And that requires very little space. Right. Um, and then on your live streams, obviously, you do these exercises where you're not using a whole lot of space. I mean, you're really mm -hmm. in the front of where your area rug would be exactly. in front of the couch. Exactly. Um, do you think that this is a great message to send to people to let them know that you don't, you don't, you can still exercise no matter where you are, whether you're at home, whether you're mm -hmm. in a hotel room, Exactly. Um, there's always something you can do. Yes, definitely. No matter size of the space that you have and minimal equipment, you just don't even need a lot of equipment. Um, that's why I'm such an advocate for resistance bands because they weigh nothing, travel easy. <laughs> um, if you're going away for holidays or if you're still working in your business, traveling, um, or you're just getting away uh, for some fun. So you've got that minimal space. It's always an excuse to say, ah, I can't work out. Gyms are closed or I don't want to go to the gym or whatever it is. 
you've got your your space, your room. Even in hotels where you go in and you go, whoa, there's no space. There's plenty. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. even seated, you can get a wonderful workout like you'd see if you watch the workouts that we do. Or like you said, when we do the live streams and I'm moving in those, but it's in front of my couch. It's a very small space. So, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's so important to to remember that you can exercise wherever you are, and especially we don't do so many so much traveling these days, obviously. Right. Um, but <laughs> if you day. if you do find yourself in a hotel room and you need to get a workout in, mm-hmm. uh, you can still do that. So let's talk about some of the equipment. You mentioned resistance bands uh, and why they're so good because right. they travel well. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can pretty much stash them in any kind of luggage. Exactly. Um, is there any other piece of equipment that you would recommend someone kind of maybe have on deck uh, if they are going to be traveling? Well, what I love is when we've done workouts and any type of resistance. So I'll say water bottles, um, shampoo, conditioner bottles, anything. So think about that. When you are traveling, of course, there's going to be a water bottle there for you. You don't have to think, I can't lift resistance or I can't lift quote-unquote weights, dumbbells, Um, so I guess I can't do that workout. Do you have water bottles there? Do you have any anything that has weight to it? Um, That's all you need. Um, Air ball, you don't have to travel with an air ball. I always show that you can use a pillow, and there's pillows in a hotel room or at your your guests or your uh, friend's house, wherever it is that you're staying. (laughs) I'm sure they have a pillow you can use. Mm -hmm. I think the best piece, like I already said, though, is resistance bands because they're so easy to travel with. But really um, being creative with the space that you're in when you're in there, looking around and seeing what you can use. We did a workout a while back showing holding like a hammer Mm -hmm. and a pot and pan and a book. Um, You know, hotels still have books in them, too. You can hold on to that book and that's resistance. So Mm -hmm. really being creative, looking at your space, using your space and the items that are provided to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a great uh, that you brought those workouts up. Uh, workouts up. We we did do those a while back, and you did do a full workout using household <laughs> items. Exactly. Um, if you get a chance to go look those up on our YouTube page, it was a full workout using mm-hmm. just things that you find in your home, uh, which is just another reason why you don't have to join a gym if you mm-hmm. don't feel comfortable doing that. Right. Exactly. Um, if you do work out at home and you have a workout space, would you recommend having a an area that is permanently set up mm-hmm. or someplace where you have to kind of move things around, you got to move this chair around or what would be your, you know, your recommendation? Um in your home it would be ideal, I say. Um if you did have a space that you could make it your your area that you know that you're working out and keep the equipment close by. It doesn't have to be a gym in your home, basically. It's just a space that you look at that space and you know that whenever it is, it's your workout time. If it's 8 a.m. or if it's 4 p.m., whatever it is, that is where you go to work out. Your equipment is close by, whether you can stash it under a piece of furniture or you are able to have an extra room that you can call your gym and leave everything in there. It just gets the mind um, knowing that that's your space, kind of like with a home office. They always say kind of put those separate from the rest of the house, kind of, if you can, have that devoted area so you're not changing it constantly and you're in this room 
on Tuesday and then you're going over to the living room and you got to bring all your equipment with you, have it in one spot, have it close by. Again, we don't all have um, homes that we can uh, have gyms in. As you see, mine is in my living room, Um, Mm -hmm. but I stash my equipment underneath where my TV is and I keep everything close by and that's that's my area. And I know that's my area and my devoted time that I do my workout. Mm-hmm. So kind of having it like that. So your mind knows that that's, that's your gym when you want it to be your gym. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of like having a home office where you have, uh, things set up to where you feel like if you are going to work, you're going to set up in a home office and it right. just gets you into that mindset. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, having a, a workout space in your home yeah. is really, really great. If you can, if you have space for that. Exactly. <laughs> um, what's really fun to look at and to, to, to we receive from you folks is pictures of your workout spaces. <laughs> um, it's just really, really awesome to see mm-hmm. how you guys are working out. Right. Um, and, and what you use as your workout spaces because everybody is different. Yes. Um, what about working out, uh, say, say you're fortunate enough to have a patio or a yard, mm. um, you know, and it could be big, could be small. Um, what kind of, you know, what kind of advantages or, or pros and cons would that be? I think that'd be wonderful if you have an area that you can go outside when the ideal weather comes. Uh, oh, it's, it would be wonderful to sit out there and, and do one of the workouts, especially the stretching or range of motion type workouts, getting that nice, good vitamin D as well as mm-hmm. nice fresh air. That's a wonderful thing. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. And, and I don't know that if you do have that, that kind of space, you might be able to uh, implement even more workout equipment. Right. True. Uh, if you have the space for that. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, um, let's talk about now we talked about working out in the home. Let's talk about what, what are the pros and cons of working out in an actual gym? Mm-hmm. Um, and why that, why that makes it that different than, and how do you translate that into your home, quote unquote, home gym? Right. Well, working out in a gym, obviously. You- Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-494-8310. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in, anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-494-8310. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-494-8310. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. You have the space. Um, you have the multitude of equipment that whatever you need is usually there for you. Um you have people you have to contend with um, and sharing equipment with them and waiting for it. Um, you have financially a commitment that you have to pay mm-hmm. every single mm-hmm. month, unless maybe you go to a senior center and you just make a, a monthly donation or something like that um, where services are free. But still, in these times where we're, we're in November 2020, when we're doing this podcast right now, um, it's just not ideal to want to go 
to a gym and share equipment with other people and be around a lot of other people <laughs> in our times mm -hmm. right now. So, um, but yes, you have all the equipment and all the space that you need. And then you have classes provided, right? So you could follow someone and do workouts with them. Um, if anything, if you used to go to a gym, remember what you liked about it. Was it the social? Was it certain pieces of equipment? Was it certain classes? Because you can still get that at home. Um, and you don't have to contend with all the other things that are going on at a gym. The travel there, that's a big one, especially when weather is just not nice. No one wants to leave their house um, when it's rainy and snowy and cold and too hot and all the things. Mm -hmm. So having those thoughts of what did I like about going to the gym and bringing those into your home. If you have the um, availability to purchase, maybe you loved weights, um, certain dumbbells. Maybe you can buy a set and have them at home. Um, you can do plenty of workouts that you can find on YouTube that are probably going to be very similar to classes that you have taken at gyms or probably better. Um, and the social, with these live streams that we do, it's become quite a social thing. I know mm. it's just me that um, when people watch, they're seeing, but they're commenting. They feel like they're part of a community and they're working out with others. So you can still get even that feeling of social um, by doing workouts from home. So kind of thinking maybe what did I like about going to the gym and implementing that somehow at home and finding a way to make that of a part of your home gym, <laughs> your space. Yeah, that's, those are really, really interesting facts that you brought up. Um, being that we are living in these COVID times, yes, <laughs> um, we remember what it was like to go to the gym and having the social aspect, which mm. is definitely something that you get at the gym only. Right. <laughs> Unless you invite <laughs> friends over to work out with you exactly. in your house. Um, but you're almost, you bring up a good point in that we're taking that aspect of what it, what that was. And you can literally kind of recreate that online. Yeah. Um, whether you do, you could even do uh, Zoom workouts mm -hmm. with friends uh, on your own. That's right. <laughs> um, and, and you could follow along with an online workout or you can just kind of Zoom call a lot of your friends and work out together mm -hmm. uh, and that, that's that, wonderful it's not obviously it's not the same as being in a class together but you still get that social aspect of right it. um and uh I, i'm there's really no no substitution for going to a gym and working out with people and stuff like that but it really doesn't have to be that that's the only way you can get your get workouts work out. done exactly especially <laughs> in these times where we have to be more creative in how we stay on top of our, our health and fitness. Mm -hmm. That's right. Um, so with all those ideas about working out at home, um, is it a good idea to maybe kind of get, get the, the family involved, get the spouses involved? Or, oh. I mean, how do we go about doing that? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that's a wonderful idea. If you can get it. I think a lot of times when someone will start working out and the partner, spouse, whomever is around sees that, they almost go, hey, they look like they're having fun. I want to be part of that. Um, invite them to come. I, there's a lot of husband and wife teams that work out together that we always hear from and partners that work out together and mm -hmm. we hear from them. So I think it's just a wonderful thing because there you go. There's your social, right? Um, mm -hmm. <laughs> if you have a, a partner or spouse or friend that you live with, um, try and get them involved. Or just when you're doing your workouts... Let them see you because mm -hmm. <laughs> it's, it's infectious. You know, you want to, you want to do it too. You see someone getting happier and stronger and feeling better about themselves and their surroundings. 
you sometimes want to join in on that, you mm-hmm. know? So, yeah, if you can, the more the merrier, right? Yep, yep that's right. <laughs> um, uh, one thing that came to mind, um, do you recommend that if someone's working out at home and they're working out in a space that has, say, a rug, which, <laughs> you know, which most people would do, what would you recommend for feet gear? Would, are we, should we still wear shoes or can we just do a barefoot? <laughs> That's a personal preference. I know when you have to go out, yes, of course, you should wear shoes. Um, At home, um, just depends on what workout you're doing. If you're working on balance, it's, I would say, preferable to wear nice, sturdy tennis shoes. Um, Working with bands that you're going to put under your feet, nice, sturdy tennis shoes. I can remember teaching and people would come in and they'd be wearing like sandals and things and they're like, well, this is what I wear during the day. (laughs) Try to wear (laughs) shoes, workout shoes. There's a reason why we have actual workout tennis shoes (laughs) Um, because they are supportive of the foot and um, will help keep you a little bit safer, supportive of your ankle, etc. And with that being said, with what you just said um, about the, the area rugs and things, Of course, if you're at a certain age and you have a walker, you're in a wheelchair, you're shuffling your feet, you need to get rid of the area rugs. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, I've said that many times in the past when we've talked about balance and prevention of falls. But if you still have them, yes, they are pretty. Um, Really, really, really be aware. Um, If you are doing any movement standing with that area rug, you need to stay right in the center of that thing because it's way too easy to get tripped up and not remember what your feet are doing when it's especially a backwards movement. You're starting to walk back. That heel gets stuck on that area rug and you're going to go straight down. So if we can get rid of the area rug, Mm -hmm. that would be great, but I know we don't want to do that. So (laughs) um, So make sure you're on that and you're not going to go off of it when you're doing any movement at all. Mm-hmm. So you wouldn't recommend <clears throat> big shag carpeting? No. Shag <laughs> <laughs> I mean, even if you're doing balance work, if you can get a nice tile or wood floor, that would be even better because it makes it much more difficult to work on your balance training on carpet um, because you, you have that cushiness um, of the carpet, so you're never going to get that ideal... Um, balance stance that you want usually if it's any type of pile that's thicker than you know a tiny tiny tight weave so um if you have tile or hardwoods or something that's ideal for working out but of course as you see in my live streams i am on an area rug it's a very short pile though that's on top of tile um and makes it a little bit harder even when we do our recordings um it's on carpet Mm -hmm. and i can feel the difference when i'm doing some of our uh, workouts with balance work i'm struggling um i can feel not that that's a bad thing (laughs) it's not a bad thing but when we're a beginner and we're starting out we need to feel a little more confident we need to build things up and then we can go on to the carpet but Carpet's going to make a difference, but again, we don't always have ideal conditions. Just know that uh, being aware of what you are working out on and the room that you're in. Like I say, constantly proprioception. Where are you in the world? What surroundings are around you? Be aware. (laughs) It's Mm -hmm. easy to get involved in a workout and totally forget what's happening around you, Um, especially as we age. We're honed in on something, and we do a back kick, and we 
you know, kick a table over or mm-hmm. something. So just be aware. <laughs> yep. Um, what what kind of uh, chair would you recommend for chair workouts? We mm. use a pretty sturdy folding chair, um, but would you recommend, I mean, everybody has like, uh, you know, big recliners in their houses. <laughs> um, would you recommend something a little more sturdy or maybe not as comfy where when you sit in it, you just fall backwards and <laughs> exactly. then you don't feel like working out? <laughs> so no moving chairs, no rockers, recliners. Um, if you have a, a, a chair that's maybe more of like a dining room chair or something like that, mm-hmm. that would be ideal because it's just more sturdy, more stable, uh, upright back. But again, we don't always have that. So if you have something that's, it can have, cushion to it like a couch but just again being aware and if you've watched the workouts that I do I say it over and over again like I say I sound like a broken record but staying towards the front of your seat nice and tall because when you're in a cushy chair you're gonna feel like you want to lean back more Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) um so working against that um so yeah definitely if you don't have any sturdy folding chair or something just make sure it doesn't rock, it doesn't swivel, um, so you're not fighting against that element, especially if you're trying to stand up and sit back down in it. You mm-hmm. definitely don't want any movement from it. Um, and just remember your good posture and form if you're sitting on that more comfy seat, mm-hmm. <laughs> like your couch or something. Yep. Yeah, always mm-hmm. good to have the things around you in your house that are going to motivate you the most to want to exercise. Right. Um, and uh, if you can get a workout space in your home that you are really happy being in and uh, you have things right there, your resistance bands are right there, your chair is right there, um, it's probably going to be a better situation for you to exercise. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so hopefully you folks have really uh, pulled some value out of this podcast. We had a lot of fun talking about uh, these these types of exercise spaces. And send us your pictures of where you yes. exercise. We want to see. I love uh, we love seeing <laughs> people and how creative they are and and being motivated to exercise no matter where you are and mm-hmm. how you transform rooms of your house into your own personal exercise space. That's right. So as, as I mentioned, uh, visit us at www.seniorfitnesswithmeredith.com. Sign up for that newsletter. Get all of our latest content delivered to your inbox weekly and keep, stay up to date with us. We love having you folks here and uh, we'll look to see you on the next episode. Bye-bye. Thank you. Hi everyone, this is Meredith from the Senior Fitness with Meredith podcast, where I discuss all things for seniors. From fitness, your health and wellness journeys, how to be all over strong and beyond. I also have my mini podcast called Motivation with Meredith. It's a great, quick, motivational pick-me-up for your days. Join me, listen now, search for Senior Fitness with Meredith on your favorite podcast platform.